0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Mirsham. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Squire Radio, I'm Bo. And
1: I'm John David. JD! Hey Bo, good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Happy Memorial Day to you! Uh, it is a uh, beautiful day here in Central Mississippi, and um, man, I hope everything's going uh, down well, well down there for in uh, in Texas for you. I'm sure it's uh, hot and humid like uh, like every other day, right?
0: Yes, sir. Uh, but beautiful, man. Texas is actually, it's it's uh you know it is hot, it is very humid. Uh, and we are in the you know full swing of the summer, uh, summer session or, or summer break. Yeah. So uh, the kids are home. They are downstairs watching, <laughs> watching a, a movie, and uh, you know as long as everything goes well, we won't be interrupted. But you know what? It, it kind of <laughs> brings us back to Country Squire Radio classic. Just back then, the you know I think I only had one child, and she was in that infant stage, so it was yeah in the background. But now it <laughs> might be dad, dad, the thing won't work. It's paused a lot, you know,
1: all that kind of good stuff. So. Didn't at some point we had, uh, w- one of your children, um, uh, like busted in the room. I think she just like started crawling in or something. <laughs> just oh my gosh. It. Yeah. That, going that. back and between that and, uh, you know, errant dogs coming in and out of, uh, of, of bedrooms and stuff while we're trying to you know barking in the background and <laughs> it's all kinds of wow. insanity, man. But uh, well, that's good, man.
0: Yeah, I actually I think that was captured on the live live feed as well, like with my wife kind of coming back behind and like that's pulling the baby right. out of the room or something. Yeah, like that's that. right. I,
1: yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, one way or the other, man. So we've uh, we got a great show, yeah. and of course we are back. We uh, we've got to give a major shout out and thank you uh, to all of you for tuning in for our 300th episode. Uh, but we. we We have to give special thanks to the Viking Pipe Club out in St. Louis who really went above and beyond making us feel welcome, putting together our listener meetup. And a shout out, of course, to uh, DWNSTL on YouTube who actually created a behind the scenes video. Uh, We posted that on Facebook, on the Twitters. Check that out if you haven't already. That was a blast,
1: dude! It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, seriously, big thanks to David and uh, all the all the good buddies up there at in uh, the Viking Pipe Club in the St. Louis area. And just um, man, everyone getting together that was just it was so much fun. And uh, obviously, we had a great time with uh, Phil and. Um, Shannon and Marilyn and every everyone there at uh, at Missouri Meersham and um, so much awesome feedback, man, from that from that show. We had a had a really good time with that. So um, just honored by everything, man. The enthusiasm for um, you know what we're what we're doing and the community that that y'all have built and um, man, just look forward to the next three hundred, man. It, it it fires me up. I, it was it was incredibly encouraging and and uh, and, and something that um, I, I don't know. Well, I look back on with great great fondness. It was really good.
0: You know, it's funny. I was looking back on the pictures, of the videos, uh, recently, and and one of the one of the pictures that really stood out, that really kind of blew up a little bit on Twitter, is uh, you know, for those who have never been to the Missouri Meerschaum, uh headquarters, to their retail store up in front with kind of the the uh, the museum and everything, they've got so much corn cob pipe memorabilia <laughs> in one of them. Which is so incredible is this this chair, this essentially this this cobbed throne that is very <laughs> reminiscent. <laughs> it's very reminiscent of a popular culture throne icon, which I will not state what ends up happening with this particular throne icon because we're still pretty close to the end of Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. Your uh, dragon show ended, isn't that right?
0: Yeah, it did. <laughs> now we're not gonna spoil how it ended. <laughs> not gonna spoil it at all. I mean, you know, some people were upset and that's a whole thing, but one way or the other, uh, you know, I, I gotta pick in the Cobbed Throne. And I, I did, you know, I know John David, you don't watch that show, yeah. but uh you know, th- there's kind of this uh this thing. Everybody, especially the royal folks, all have all these like crazy titles. And so uh you know, I I decided, you know, I, I need to get in on this. So I decided to to give myself a Did you did you uh, title
1: yourself? I did
0: title myself. Would you Would you read off the title? And, and for those who haven't seen it, imagine me sitting in the Cobb's Throne, which is like the Iron Throne, but made almost entirely of corncob pipes. Uh, please, please uh, greet greet the, the commoners and, and let them know my name.
1: I can't believe I'm about to read this. It says, uh, the, the Cobb's Throne, Bo, a.k.a. Frank Snyder of the House York, fourth of his name, the untamped king of the squires and the first pipes. Caster of the country squire, breaker of names, and father of podcasts. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. Da, 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 da. I, you know, I, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's great, man. You know that's that's kind of like the uh, the the lawyer that uh, you know puts Esquire after his name. You know, right. <laughs> I mean, it's just a little much, right? I I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, yeah, no, that's great. I'm I'm I'm, hey man, I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's good. You well, don't
0: well, want to make me mad. What, you don't hey, want to make me mad. You are Actually, the, that's a, that's
1: you are the untamped. <laughs> <laughs> and the breaker of names. And The breaker, breaker of names. Breaker. No, that, that's that's true. <laughs> that that goes without saying. Yeah.
0: You know this is a this is a fun episode, man. It's a Squire <laughs> Select episode, and at the at the top of the show, before we dive in, I got to give a big shout out to Cody R. DeWitt, the De what, DeWitts, Cody R. DeWitt, who, uh who <laughs> is of course a a CSR Pipe Club member who has written a song called "Me and the Whiskey" and it's fantastic, and he's yeah, no, right. Yeah, man. He has graciously allowed for us to be able to play that at the end of this episode. And so I'm very excited to include that here. Also, we got to give a major shout out to pipe club members, new pipe club members. We got two new squires, two new pilgrims joining at the squire level. We've got Chad Willand.
1: It probably is Willand. Yeah, it could be Wyland, but um, yeah, one or the other. Hey, welcome, Chad. And not the breaker of names this time, Mike Ozzy Flyer Morgan. That, i think you nailed it yeah two in a row mike morgan all right
0: <laughs> i'm on a roll i'm on a roll i'm loving this all right pilgrims here let's see if i can keep this going uh christopher wiles
1: yep christopher wiles thanks for, thanks for joining at the pilgrim level and then finally if i'm four for
0: four i'm hitting this out of the park here we go philip g uh rush ruski R-R- <laughs> Philip G. Ruski. It
1: finally caught up with you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh you want to take a crack at that one? Uh I, I think it's Rushi. Yeah, huh? Yeah, maybe maybe Rushi, Philip Rushi. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Philip, we are grateful for you, man. All, all for you guys. Uh, Chad, Mike, uh, Philip and and Chris. Um, gosh, thank you so much for joining uh, at the at the Squire and and the Pilgrim level. Um, gosh, you know, Country Squire Radio Radio International Pipe Club. We uh, we couldn't do it without you. You're a you're a major part of, uh, you know, what we're trying to do here and keeping us going and helping us innovate and um, and all those things. And we're uh, we're, we're really thankful for you.
0: Absolutely, man. All right. So it's a Squire Select, baby. Now, this yes. is a very specific Squire Select. Uh, for those that are unfamiliar, Squire Select is where we take various beverages uh, historically and pair them up with pipe tobacco. Now, yeah. we've done this in a couple of different fashions, but more often than not, we like to include uh, whiskey. That is kind of our go-to. and. Yeah. You know, this is kind of the Squire Select for when when you've <laughs> gone off to St. Louis and you've spent all your money, and you come back and you're completely <laughs> dirt broke. You went you went to go like buy like one pipe, but then you came back with six, right? And so, <laughs>
1: which I think know. both of us did, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So this is that this is that post Chicago, post St. Louis That's type right. of Squire Select this where is- we went.
1: Yeah, you know, th- this is the crummy Scotch edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the best way I know to put it, man. And and, and I'm really <laughs> excited about this, dude. We, uh, y- you know, it, it's good. Uh, crummy scotches have their place, and uh, you know, we, we were talking about crummy scotches. We were, uh, you know, typically thinking about those uh, you kind of. Uh, obviously blended blended Scotch whiskeys, things that are more uh, affordable, shall we say? That's retail speak <laughs> for cheap, uh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, you know, we just wanted to, uh, you know, kind of kind of go there. Uh, I know you've been, uh, you know, occasionally, uh, you know, maybe mixing some, uh, you know, some some uh, Scotch cocktails here and there. And I've, I've I recently have been reintroduced to a uh, a uh, crummy Scotch that uh, has a lot of fond. Memories for me, and uh, have sipped on that some, and so yeah, I thought we thought we'd go there a little bit and pair them up with some excellent tobaccos that hopefully will compensate for their quality. <laughs> and uh,
0: <laughs> that is actually really good because it different. almost does beg the question: if you if you're saving the money on the whiskey, do you you spend a little extra dollars to get the quality stuff on the tobacco? Well, you know, I so mean, be- I
1: think that's part of it, right? Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that's that's good. You, you get to uh, uh, you, you know, you can either do that or you can double down on uh, on, on inexpensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and then, uh, like and then it. you'll have something to, to line the bottom of your hamster cage with and, uh, you know, and I, feed the hamster. I, and, and, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, you at that point, little drip bottle. <laughs> that's right. You know, you drown your hamster sorrows in, uh, in, in crummy scotch. So, uh, le- leading off, uh, we, we could not, um, we could not do a, uh, uh, lead off with anything uh, more fitting than uh, than cuddy sark blended scotch whiskey uh, oh
0: yes sir yes
1: yeah, so uh, we're looking at a uh, just a, a, an exquisite it, it actually is a, a handsome bottle so we have a, a, a cuddy sark it uh, has been around a long time we'll get into this, some history of it in a minute but uh, in description we've got a um, a green uh, you know 750 milliliter bottle the uh, fifth uh, cuddy sark a giant uh, you know, golden uh, shield logo, uh, like an elongated country squire shield. It's kind of a, kind of an attractive Mm -hmm. logo with a, uh, with a, with a, um, a clipper ship there in the the middle that that is a picture of the, the boat uh, named Cuddy Sark, which uh, is a museum ship. Now we'll mention uh, shortly. Uh, It says Cuddy shark, Cuddy shark, blended Scotch whiskey, the spirit of adventure lives in us all. It is the mark of true character and the desire to be different. It is the original easy drinking Scotch uh, distilled, blended and bottled in Scotland. And, uh, so, um, yeah, the, you know, this is a, um, this is a, uh, it's, it's an inexpensive uh, scotch. Yeah, th- this retails in, in in Mississippi for about $19 a fifth and, um, you know, in, in incredibly affordable. Um, you know, the, the story behind this has been around since 1923. Uh, London, England, uh, you know, like, <laughs> like all, like all of, you know, crummy scotches, it, they, uh, they originate in, uh, in England. And, uh, of course, uh, this scotch uh, is no different. Uh, In 1923, Francis Berry and Hugh Rudd uh, were sitting down for lunch in London, England, and thought to themselves, "What what the market needs is a more accessible scotch to the everyman's palate. Right, so they, they wanted something that, um, you know, the folks that aren't used to the kind of, uh, you know, heavy peat bombs, uh, real, sure. uh, sophisticated, you know, flavors and all this kind of stuff, but you know, just something that's, uh, kind of light and and easygoing, and uh, and and so that's where uh, that's where Cuddy Shark came from.
0: You know, it's interesting. So, so Cuddy kind of came on my radar here very, very recently. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I I tend to have a little bit more of a pricey palate when it comes to (laughs) scotch specifically Uh, and, you know, bourbon as well. And basically any kind of whiskey, but I was, uh, I actually, I was going and I was kind of restocking the, uh, the old, the old butler's pantry and, uh, and you know. I, I saw a, a particular rye that I'm kind of blanking on the name of, but it's kind of one of the pricier selected ryes. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I love this stuff. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get this, but it kind of knocked out my, my scotch budget, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was kind of this question of like, well, you know, maybe maybe I should branch out or root out. I don't know which, which is more correct in this situation.
1: Right. Instead of, uh, you know, trying to just, you know, save face and saying, well, maybe I'll get scotch next month. You, you uh, you know, <laughs> you went all in, right? You're well, like, well, no, I've got this it, hole in it, my cabinet. We apparently have a butler's pantry that fantastic. Congratulations. And well, you know, it's Texas. Yeah. You I know, you know how people do in Texas. For the, for the untamped, I mean, you know, and, and the breaker of names, uh, you know, you're going to, you, what, what is a butler's pantry without scotch? And so. Uh yeah no I mean cut, cutty shark yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's the beauty of having a butler's pantry but filling it with cheap uh, cheap cheap liquor uh,
1: but anyway so oh man that's like the you know folks that uh pull the uh, Mercedes up to the uh you know um I I don't know like gulag or something you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right. But anyway, right. so uh
0: so yeah, no, this this stood out to me though. I mean the 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 branding in particular, the you know, the beautiful ship and the the kind of the gold uh, gold shield as you mentioned kind of caught yeah. my attention. And the price point didn't hurt given where my budget was at the moment. Yeah, so I thought, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna try this. And so I bring it home and uh and I and I sip a little bit of it. And I actually I even put but I think before I even open it up, I throw it up on the Country Squire Radio uh Twitter handle and I'm like, hey, you know, went cheap this time? Did I make a mistake? And the vast majority of everybody was like, no, this is actually fairly decent scotch. Okay. Uh, or at least, you know, it's not, to <laughs> say it's fairly de- decent scotch might be a little bit too... Generous. <laughs> well, it's a good alcoholic beverage. Yeah. It, it's very smooth. It's very enjoyable. I don't know that I would go to it thinking, hmm, I want some scotch. This is the direction I go in. Yeah. But unlike most cheap scotches, I actually do enjoy Drinking this, and it gave me an excuse because of how cheap it is to kind of dive into the world of cocktails as it relates to scotch. Okay. And man, I found one that that I kind of want to share because before we really kind of, <laughs> you know, pair this up with the tobacco, I, I feel like we should encourage people to drink it the right way. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, I really can't wait. Please it on us.
0: No, it's good, man. It's called, it's, it's Arnaud's special cocktail. Now this is actually a, a very historic drink okay. uh, in the 1940s and fifties. It was the signature cocktail at the legendary Arnaud's restaurant in new Orleans. And for uh, our folks that live in New Orleans or from around that area or those that have just gone to visit, they know that Arnaud's, it's a historic restaurant, man. Like in uh, 1918, if I'm not mistaken, is when it was uh, opened up and is actually kind of credited as the creator of a couple of different cocktails, including the French 75, which is another kind of personal favorite cocktail of mine. And so, you know, when I was like, okay, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to kind of explore the world of making scotch cocktail, uh, you know, scotch cocktails, I'll do two things. One, I'll go cheap. And two, I'll go New Orleans. And what better way can you go? So, you, so, you, <laughs> so I encourage you to look this up. You mix this with a little bit of uh, sweet wine and a couple of orange bitters, and you got yourself a, a, a pretty decent little uh, cocktail right okay. here. Yeah. Now
1: you said sweet wine. Did you use like a like a Riesling or a, a no, some kind of no, Moscato? no what, what?
0: This is more of like a, a what do you a du- du- Dubonnet's Rouge Roge, Rouge <laughs> Dubonnet Ro- uh, uh, Rouge rather Dubonnet Rouge would be kind of the way to go if, if I'm pronouncing okay okay
1: that correct now for me Which you're probably not yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm not. <laughs> for me man i actually don't i'm not familiar with that so i yeah i'm not sure
0: you can sub it out like what i've been doing is kind of subbing it out with sweet vermouth and it works just okay fun. and so it's a okay. it's a nice okay. nice tasty little drink you garnish it with an orange you put some orange bitters in there you pack your pipe and you're good to go in fact when i found this cocktail recipe it was kind of positioned right next to a nice bent uh healthy bold pipe uh, ready, ready to be smoked alongside of it. I actually posted that picture out on uh, on Twitter as well. Okay. so uh, if we are going to pack that pipe, what do we pack it with?
1: Well, yeah, okay, obviously. so let's 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 talk just a little bit more about Cuddy shark. So we have um we have the obviously the the British clipper ship there on the front, and uh, that is, you know, a, Homage to the the boat itself, Cuddy Shark, which was a uh, you know a, a clipper that carried things like wool and tea all over the world. It's now a museum ship in uh, Greenwich uh, area in uh, outside of London. You know, it's just uh, just an interesting whiskey. It, it like you said it, uh, it <laughs> the 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 um, internet moniker of this whiskey or the, uh, the the labeling that they give themselves is uh, proud to be different. And also, uh, right following that, it says uh, "born to mix," and uh, and they weren't lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. I, I think you're right. It's a good. Uh, it's a good. It's a good scotch for uh, you know, for a mixture like that. Yeah. So I was looking for something to uh, you know, pair this with that had, um, maybe a little more, uh, I, I don't, I don't know, just some more complexity, something that, uh, could kind of, you know, uh, like you said, cutty shark, it's, it's good for what it is, make some, uh, nice cocktails with it and things of that nature. And so, um, I, I really, you know, to me found that this particular one, it, it was best for mixing, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, just kind of had that, uh, there was a little too much sharp kind of medicinal flavor to it when it uh, was was consumed straight to me, and so uh, you'll get a little vanilla, a little smoke, but uh, it, it's very light. Uh, and and it kind of has a, a medicinal background, which I, I think just really goes well. So other you know Scotch cocktails too, uh, the uh, the Rusty Nail, the Rob Roy, the one I, Bo, I, I found this and thought you uh, you'd be interested in this. Did you know there was a a cocktail called the Presbyterian? Oh no, I did not. There is, and it's actually it's actually pretty good, and I and I would I would recommend it for uh, this particular Scotch, the Cuddy Shark. Um, you know, like I said, th- this is a a Scotch. It advertises itself to be born to mix and and it really it really is <laughs> and uh the Presbyterian's good because it, it is two parts uh scotch or two ounces of scotch two ounces of uh, ginger ale and two ounces of club soda, and so um, just real simple, but you know, pretty doggone good when you think about, um, you know, what do I do with the with the scotch like this that has some nice vanilla uh, light notes with uh, you know a little bit of smoke flavor, but you kind of want to uh, tone it down a little bit, make it cool and crisp, good summertime drink, um, and uh, you know, kind of maybe hide some of that medicinal uh, background. And so, um, so anyway, uh, I, I would recommend that. I, I thought it was pretty good. With that, I, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to pick a tobacco that is truly superlative. <laughs> uh- that uh that I thought would kind of help uh help this particular uh scotch and uh this is a super flavorful tobacco it is one that you may have trouble getting your hands on but um but it's it's super good and I think uh if if you can or if you've got a buddy that'll uh, let you bum a bowl uh, I think you'll enjoy it this is germaine's special latakia flake and uh special latakia flake you know i mean again we're talking about a germaine blend these are the folks that um you know make uh, esoterica we uh you Know, interviewed our, our buddy Josh at the Chicago Pipe Show a few weeks ago to to talk about that and the production of these things and how hard they are to get and all that kind of stuff. Germain special adakia flake or SLF uh as people say on the internet they um you know it, it's a it's a really complex tobacco and and for me in the cocktail form of this uh whiskey paired nicely because it just uh, added some depth, added some com- complexity. Uh, Germain Special Latakia Flake is a mottled flake. It's packed uh, very tightly, um, you know, in into this little two ounce uh, tin. Uh, uh, you know, Latakia Orientals. Uh, you know, Virginia's. Um, you know, it, it's it's medium strength. It's smooth, uh, and and you know the the flavor is medium to full. So uh, we're talking about as far as the strength goes, uh, you know, a, a more medium bodied tobacco. Uh, you know, if anything, you'll get your uh, strength of the tobacco itself from the Virginia and the Orientals, but the, the flavor comes from a um, you know, that, that forward Latakia, which uh, really makes itself known. Yeah. So, um,
0: Packaging wise. I mean, it's yeah. got that kind of, uh, I, can I say retro at this stage? Kind of, um, I think so. Yeah, of no, the better. Altoid style uh, container tin uh with and it's it's, it's appropriate too cuz the branding in terms of the uh carrying on the the sh- the seaworthiness sea uh, in the background you've got a uh what appears yeah. to be a river with kind of maybe a steamboat going along. Uh it's all basically in kind of yellows, oranges, reddish, pinkish, you know, type of hues. So it's all
1: yeah, it kind of aesthetically goes with the scotch, doesn't it?
0: It it doesn't pop as much as the uh as the Cuddy Sark, but I would imagine the flavor pops way more.
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, it it's really good. Obviously, as you can imagine, something from Germain. Um, I, I I like this the um the spices of you know this tobacco. It it you know you've got a spiciness in the tobacco. It intertwines the tobacco. Also, uh, once you get through the initial latakia uh bump, you get a lot of dark fruit. Uh, a a light grass flavor. And there's a little bit of citrus on the finish, which I think is really nice. Um, You know, this is a very Latakia Ford blend. And so it, it adds that uh, kind of peat uh, that, that you might be missing in the, in a, in a lighter scotch kind of to the pairing a little bit Mm. Uh, and it burns cool. So, you know, a lot of uh, folks, you know, when they think of Latakia blends, they think of fall, winter. Uh, you know, if you're going to have a, a nice scotch cocktail and, uh, you know, something kind of spritzy with maybe that ginger ale soda or something in there, um, you know, that might go might go well with that. And and it does burn burn cool, uh, so it's good for hot weather months. So, it's complex and interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, wh- one thing about germane tobaccos that we all uh, are kind of aware of, they can be a little moist on the front end. And so, uh, you know, you may want to... Um, let it cool down or let, let it dry out a little bit before you load it in your pipe. And, uh, and I think you'll enjoy it more that way. So that's good, man. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, so, you know, just pairing kind of a, a nice complex blend uh, with something that uh, that might need a little more, uh, a, l- a little help, uh, you know, it, it's certainly by itself, uh, but in a good cocktail, I think it, uh, I think it can be, uh, be a good, a good pairing.
0: Well, there you go. All right. All right. So uh, doing your best to help out the Cuddy Sark. Not necessarily, uh, <laughs> not necessarily doing your best to help out us though, because the second one is one that you chose, and and who boy, when you say you've got good <laughs> memories of this next one, I do not. I, I have memories of this next one. I don't know yeah. how good they yeah. are.
1: Yeah, no, that's right, that's right. We uh, we are we are going down memory lane for me anyway with uh, Doer's White Label. <laughs> uh, Doer's White Label. Uh, it is blended Scotch whiskey, and um, Bo. It seems like we may have mentioned Doers at some point in a. Uh, I, I don't know. We may have talked about it at some point on on the air. I can't remember. But um, man, I, you know, doers. Every time I, uh, I I crack open a bottle of it, first of all, I actually think it's pretty good uh, for a blended whiskey. And it's well, one of those course that, you do. <laughs> I, of course I do. Of course I do. You know, yeah, it, it's one of those like you said. You can uh, put it in a good cocktail, but. Um, it, Not a ton of flavor. I mean, obviously, you know, we're we're not talking about uh, you know real nuanced uh, you know scotches here. But I think for everyday uh, whiskey, you know, it's all right. And of course, every time I crack open a bottle, it reminds me of uh, you know all those uh, wonderful mistakes I made in college. So, (laughs) Mm. delicious. Interesting. So,
0: so for me, man, this. I mean, yeah, it's it's also very much a. uh, It is a simple sippable, if you could call it that. uh, Cheap cheap scotch. I, the, 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 my problem with doers, it's, it's twofold. One is you can tell when you're sipping it that they tried to do something like, like they, they tried like with Cuddy, they didn't try. They knew what they were making. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they were they, making
1: born to mix. That's what they said.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they were making a scotch to, to mix with other beverages to kind of, you know, be, cause you can't, you can't take like some high class scotch and turn it into a cocktail. Like if you tried that, the person sitting next to you, standing next to you or, or in the general vicinity would come up and smack you in the face. Right. As, as they should. Right. Right. Do it. Exactly. <laughs> So so Cuddy was like, hey, we're gonna help you out. We're gonna make a scotch that is a decent sippable scotch that you can turn into cocktails. Doers was like the kid that actually like tried the last second and turned in that D minus. <laughs> and the teacher was so offended by how little effort was put in, they gave him an F. Because that's really what they deserve anyway. But you can still taste the D. You know what I mean? You can taste the D. Can you taste the D, John David? Because like you can taste it. They tried. They tried, it and it's unfortunate. Oh, it's man. unfortunate.
1: Um, yeah, Wait, I, I have so many thoughts right now, and so many directions we could go with this. But um, yeah, <laughs> you know, D for doers. Yeah, D
0: for doers, John David. Okay, good. You can taste
1: yeah, it. Yeah, d-, d, and it's that's uh, right. <laughs> that's right yes uh,
0: that's the one thing the other thing too is doers
1: now let me go i'm gonna go in man i'm no going you're in already, Yeah, you've doers. already uh i mean you look hook, <laughs> hook line and sinker man i just you get, I, I don't want to get in your way keep keep going uh un- untamped
0: yeah we, we've lost john and john and, and son's uh endorsement from this group. <laughs> but anyway so here's the here's the other thing here's my second doors. growing up in jackson <laughs> mississippi every single time that there was some sort of like uh, you know, gala or fundraising event type deal where like, you know, they, yeah, would- you go
1: to some uh, fancy, one of these, uh, you know, weddings or receptions with like a, the rubber chicken, you know, meal that they serve at the, you know, Hilton Garden inn or whatever yeah. and, and you know
0: and you get you know you're only there because like you, you, you got like somebody else's ticket they didn't want or something or some organization was like hey our employees were, were supposed to go but they didn't even want to go so here you can go and, and sit at our table that that sort of thing and I'm not bashing any <laughs> of the organizations that have invited me to all of these fine fine events but here's the deal they always always talk about open bar and what do they have behind the bar every single time? it's doers it's,
1: it's doers. doers. yep do doers. So,
0: <laughs> uh, so many events i wish i wasn't at just sipping on doers
1: that's such a hater i mean I, no that's great i i i understand i mean like like you said like you said you can you can uh you can taste the doers <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: there man they tried they tried, uh, they, tried. They, they they went for that d and and they got it
1: yep yeah, they, they did. They sure did. Uh, <laughs> I got it. But they deserve no, an F. They it, deserve uh, an F. On no, fantastic. You know, it, it it is one of those things like Doer's does sell itself, I think, as being more of a, uh, you know, drink on its own um, it merits whiskey, right? It's one of those things. It, it doesn't, you know, cutty shark, like you said, it's honest about kind of what it's being. Uh, hey, mix this with, uh, you know, something else to make something that's actually drinkable. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, for me, Doer's that, it, you know, it has... Um, i I like doers. I think it is more drinkable. Is it a fine scotch um no i I, I, don't, I don't think it's a fantastic scotch, but is it a is it a good drink in its own right that uh, I, I don't know I mean I, I I like it right It's got uh you know some interesting uh you know notes of uh you know vanilla and uh you know honey uh, it, it's it's got a warm flavor, you get a little bit of citrus, but it's these are not complicated you know. Uh, alcohols, right? I mean, they, they haven't. Uh, they, they're they're not super complicated. You know what what Dewars did? How they developed? They came around in 1846, and um, this is a whiskey that um, y- you know it was it was the first, uh, one of the first uh, rather blended whiskeys, and so it, it actually Dewars was kind of the uh, the original recipe that kind of paved the way for other, uh, you know, single or uh, I'm sorry, blended, uh, you know, scotches. And so, um, you know, instead of your single malt scotch, you had these, uh, you know, multiple, uh, whiskeys that were married, what they, you know, did, they uh, kind of made a proprietary, uh, deal where they, you know, would, uh, take different, uh, you know, scotches, they would blend it and then they would let it sit, uh, for a longer time in a, uh, in a oak barrel after it was blended and and that you know marriage process kind of started the whole uh, blended whiskey revolution or whatever and so you know did they do it perfectly i i don't know i mean no but <laughs> i mean I'm, well, it depends yeah, on what
0: they are after i mean like you know this was the practical joke to the industry do john and sons we're straight up laughing when they were making this. They were laughing oh, no. at the first person that bought the barrel. They're like, I can't believe we got away with this. <laughs> then that person served it to folks and was laughing at it. You still go to any uh, a fundraiser for uh, cardiovascular uh, uh, warranty in- investment insurance <laughs> work to benefit the cool kids <laughs> and you will sit there and when they're when they're serving you your quote unquote Scotch and it's doers, the, the guy behind ah. the bar, the lady behind the bar, the bartender, they're ah. laughing at you. The tradition I don't know, man. I, I, I think I think doers is great. I, I'm I'm for it. So man, doers, uh, you know, we have differing opinions on it clearly. That's perfectly fine. What I what I'm sure of though is that whether you love it or you hate it, you've got a great pairing for yeah. us. So, so how redeem doers in my eyes and enhance it <laughs> yours. What, what are we pairing this
1: with? We are pairing doers uh with what are we parent doers with? I have to reach for my uh, <laughs> tobacco selection over here. John Aylesbury. Uh, we've got John Aylesbury Scottish blend and uh, John Aylesbury. Of course, we've talked about some of these tobaccos mm. before, um, it, you know, it, just excellent tobaccos. They're out of uh, Germany, made by Planta. And uh, of course, that means their uh, tins are going to have all this uh, crazy German writing all over it, which is uh, fun to <laughs> fun to muddle your way, muddle your way through. But, It's a uh, Oriental Latakia, uh, Black Cavendish and Virginia blend and uh, just a super tobacco. I thought this was fun uh, because it it does give some added body uh, to the doers, which tends to be a little more sweet. You know, uh, it's Scottish blend or a mild English. It's uh, reminiscent to some degree of Frogmorton, uh, which is interesting. You know, these uh, Frogmorton tobaccos featured uh, all these black Cavendish recipes, basically, uh, you know, th- tobaccos that uh, had a healthy dose of that uh, uh, unflavored black Cavendish just to kind of soften it up some. And so, uh, you know, this particular tobacco is no different. It it, uh, has the Black Cavendish up front with Virginia's and then uh, Latakia and and Orientals uh, in in the rear. Um, You know, I think this is a little Latakia forward to be considered. Uh, a, a real Scottish blend. And so, you know, it, it does have a pretty pretty healthy dose of Latakia uh, there, which, um, you know, uh, to me would make it more of a mild English. But it's interesting, on the tin, it actually says uh, John Ellsbury Scottish blend, English classic. And uh, so it, it might have a little bit of confused, uh, <laughs> you know, understanding here. But um, anyway, great, great tobacco. It's pretty inexpensive if you can find it, actually. This to- particular tobacco... Runs about uh, seventeen dollars for a hundred gram tin, which is a larger, uh, larger mm. size can. It is a paint can style, uh, so it's not. Uh, it's yeah, re- really.
0: Like it is, it is one of the more gorgeous kind of branding styles and everything with the the beautiful green. Yeah. I mean, like you know, you talk about classy. I mean, how dare you? <laughs> you talk about classy, an <laughs> approach with you know the, uh, the 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 folks sitting around enjoying their pipes and conversation with that uh, layover of kind of that that rich kind of um, almost clover green that really makes kind of the golden lettering pop out. I mean, it's yeah. a tin, yeah. yes, that that paint style. Uh, can but one that just makes you just kind of want to pick it up and be like oh yeah that's right here.
1: <laughs> it does uh, I mean it really does stand out on the shelf and it looks it looks really really sharp yeah I, I agree um, you know it uh, kind of that uh, chunky paint can sized uh, little tin with uh, it, it has a uh, the plastic lid on it that you would think of from any uh, kind of Cornell and Deal style tin but then you open it up and underneath mm. that uh, is a uh, the little paint can topper uh, which is nice so um, this is not a vacuum sealed tin and so uh, you know the the can the tobacco itself can be a little dry. Uh, it's one of those that if you do want to age uh, for a longer period of time, you may consider putting it in a uh, in a mason jar. But uh, not not a super complex blend, but very satisfying, uh, and I think pairs with the the doers, which is is very drinkable. You know doers uh, y- you can. Uh, You know, sip it, uh, you know, pretty easily. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the the doers is drinkable as this tobacco is puffable. It's a Latakia that uh, is very, uh, (laughs) you know, it's very approachable. And it's one of those things that you can just kind of, uh, you know, kind of smoke, and um, and and really not have to worry about too much. It takes care of itself, and uh, is a very um, very approachable uh, tobacco. If you're not, if you haven't smoked a lot of uh, Latakia blends, uh, you know the John Ellsbury Scottish blend, it, it might be a good place to start uh, because of the Latakia. Uh, percentage in in this particular blend and, and it's kind of the same way doers is really for uh for scotch drinkers right i mean uh, you know it's it, it's not a super complex not you know real peaty or anything it's just kind of a you know semi-sweet you know sippable drink and so uh you know i think the two go together uh pretty nice and uh, you know so anyway that's kind of um uh, that's kind of what we got
0: all right. Well, good stuff, man. All right. Well, okay. All right. This is this is legitimate. This is legitimate. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe with Scottish blend doers is perhaps something to consider. Uh. I know <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's fine. That's fine. Look, but it, I, I can. Uh, I definitely think overall we got some some great pairings. And also, you know, we we get flack, man, from time to time that when we do Esquire select, we do go a little bit yeah. too pricey, and you know the. And, you know, there, there needs to be kind of a, uh, you know, the 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 budget friendly uh, variety, the 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 more readily accessible. You know, we got college kids out there with with, uh, you know, uh, you know, have have uh, have have no, no, yeah, no, they money might to have, their uh, the you, know, taste, but, uh, you know, Cabernet taste.
1: But, you know, Natty light uh, budget. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, and so we try to we try to be mindful of that, and uh, hopefully this uh, this gives you a little something, and uh, maybe next time we'll have something a little bit higher end. Uh, here's hoping anyway, <laughs> but. But, uh, you know, the great thing is though, that just because you're saving money doesn't mean that you have to be giving up quality. In fact, there's a lot of great quality products that you can get for very, very affordable weight, uh, rates, especially in the pipe community with our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum.
1: That's right, man. Absolutely. Of course, we are fresh from Missouri Meerschaum's factory up in, uh, Washington, Missouri and had such a good time there. And, um, so yeah, uh, you know, it, coming back from uh, Washington, it was so great to see uh, how they make these pipes. And again, uh, we mentioned that a lot of these pipes up in Washington are. That, you know, at Missouri Meersham in their factory, they are hand turned on a lathe. And one of the pipes that really stood out to me, uh, that, uh, that are all made there by hand is the Great Dane Spindle, uh, corncob pipe. And mm, uh, the Spindle's beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got such a, a intriguing shape. I think, uh, you know, it's a chunky pipe, it's got a generous bowl, uh, it's one of those pipes that, uh, just really, um, you know, has a nice form factor, it's good to look at, but. The, the main reason I love this particular pipe is that it fits so nicely in your hand. Uh, it, it just is that chunky uh, bowl, but also the curvature of it. Uh, the, the Great Dane spindle it really does fit nicely in your hand and uh, and and goes well with that uh, that generous size bowl. So um, a- available in a bent and a smooth and a straight stem. Uh, Missouri Mirsham says the Great Dane spindle corn cob pipe uh, is a nod to the old world craftsman and perfectly demonstrates the skill of our pipe makers on the lathe. Uh, designed to fit comfortably in the hand uh, for both right and left hand smokers. The unique and uncommon spindle is a mainstay in our line of larger, unfiltered pipes. Uh, the pipe is unfiltered and has a genuine hardwood insert in the bottom of the bowl, uh, available in bent or straight. And uh, you can actually buy it at corncobpipe.com uh, straight from Missouri Mirsham, and uh, those only retail for a very affordable uh, $12.59. And so, um, yeah, check them out. Uh, if you've got a great Dane, we'd love for you to uh, let us know.
0: Yeah, be sure to smoke it this week and if you do take a picture, we'd love to retweet those out to uh let the good folks at Misery Meerschaum know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe, pipe question of the, of the week. All right, man, we got a pipe question of the week. This is kind of long. It comes in from uh Dominic Rose, or Ross rather. Uh here is what Dominic had to say. Hey guys, first off, a big congratulations on the 300th episode. I'm sorry, I can't watch live as I'm in the UK, but look forward to the podcast or maybe the recorded YouTube show. I've been listening a couple of years, but I've listened avidly since I found it and always learned something new. You guys keep the show interesting and fresh, so I really feel like it's rinse and repeat Pie, <laughs> which is quite a feat after 300 episodes yeah it is <laughs> i always smile and enjoy the friendship and camaraderie you two share also a big congrats to jd on the soon-to-be new arrival and Bo for the big move and not letting the show end uh okay now down to brass tacks i've heard you mention several times on the show that several tobaccos should be sipped so as not to evoke the dreaded tongue bite my question is and maybe a little daft but how do you quote sip your pipe my current method of smoking is the rebreathing method that Muttonchop Piper describes on one of his YouTube videos. This is where you breathe normally through the pipe, which draws the smoke into the mouth, then back into the pipe to be exhaled, with the occasional mouth exhalation. Would this be considered sipping? I found this method works best for me, but always wondered if I was missing another uh, something by not taking Man. it slower. I found this method most useful when smoking my pipe and doing something manual with my hands, most notably at work. I, wor- I work as a telephone engineer and often sit at a roadside cab doing connections, sometimes for up to an hour tracking down a fault. I found out that I found I can often keep my pipe going for most of the time by sitting there doing my work but would a slower sipping bring something more love the show and can't wait for the next 300 episodes great as always from the uk dominic ross thanks dominic
1: what a great, uh, what great feedback! What a great question! And um, yeah, we're so grateful for you to uh, to listen and, chi- and chime in, Dominic. Um, yeah, you know, I I I love the the rebreathing method, you know, that you mentioned uh, that you got from Muttonchop Piper, um, you know, on YouTube. I, I think there's a lot of uh, wisdom to that, uh, particularly for keeping your pipe lit. Um, you know, and and enjoying your smoke, the flavor and, and, um, you know, also keeping it lit and uh, helping with tongue bite. When I I talk about sipping your pipe, you know, sipping your pipe for me, that means, uh, you know, smoking it at a very slow pace. And so, you know, I've been trying to figure out how exactly to uh, phrase this, or maybe uh, word it in a way that would make more sense over the air. But you know, when you when you light your pipe initially, you have to puff. Uh, you have to puff quick and and hard and and deep to to get that flame kind of deep in that bowl to get the pipe initially lit. Um, and, and, you know, so you, when you light your pipe, you think these big billowing smoke, uh, you know, clouds of smoke and, and, and all that. And, um, and, and that's right and good. But after you get your pipe well established, right, so you've lit your pipe, you've got a nice rolling smoke and, uh, you know, you've tamped your ash a couple times and, it, and, it, and you feel like you've got a really good even burn. Um, you know, when I talk about sipping your pipe, I, it, it's, it's at that point when you've done all those things that now you start to slow your pace down and slowing your pace down that is where uh you're you're puffing uh much more gently and uh and 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 it you know a more drawn out uh you know cadence uh, very uh, much uh, less less often um and so as you're doing that what happens is your pipe will begin to burn at a cooler temperature and so it's more, it, it's less about how you're uh, kind of breathing in and out and more about really just the, uh, the cadence of, uh, and, and, the, and the strength of your puffing. And so, you know, it, it's, it's learning to become uh, satisfied, not just with the big billowing clouds of smoke, but also uh, satisfied with just the nice, uh, wispy, uh, small puffs that you take here and there to keep your pipe lit. Um, One thing I've learned, and and I think other folks will will say the same, is that when you do sip your pipe in this manner, uh, again, the pipe will begin to Burn at a cooler temperature, and you'll start to get f- more flavor from your tobacco. And so, anytime you can, you can, uh, you know, sip your pipe at that, uh, smoke it at a, at, a, at a lower temperature, slower cadence. Uh, you know, that that slower temperature, lower temperature, you, you start to taste less heat and more of the flavor of the natural leaf. Those uh, those nuances in the, um, you know, with the sugars of the tobacco. Uh, th- this translates, if you ever are a cigar smoker, into uh, cigar smoking. Uh, you know. A lot of uh, a lot of cigar guys, they'll tell you, you know, if you really puff your cigar really fast, you're kind of burning it in a way that doesn't allow you to enjoy uh, the flavor of the tobacco itself. And so, you know, you have to learn. Uh, you, you can even ruin a cigar by puffing it too fast, and then uh, all you taste the rest of the cigar is just kind of a char flavor. Um, and the same can happen actually with a with a pipe tobacco bowl. So, um, so learning how to sip it slowly, uh, you, you puff it slowly. Uh, those wispy, soft uh, puffs of tobacco where you're just uh, burning it at a cooler temperature, and uh, you know, and, and if you do have to relight occasionally, that's fine. But don't introduce a whole lot of heat when you relight it. Just a little bit of flame, and it'll it'll come right back. So, um, anyway, that's that's kind of my response. I hope uh, hope that helps in some way.
0: It's excellent question, Dominic. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it in show at CountrySquireRadio.com dot Quick fire with the squire. Quick-fire questions! Ow! All right, man. Quick-fire questions brought to us by the awesome Country Squire Radio t-shirts. More on those in just a minute. First up, these are coming up from Mark O'Brien. O'Brien. Oberyn. Uh,
1: <laughs> I think it's O'Brien. But, yeah. Wait, Man, Mark, thanks for sending them in. <laughs> but it's an E. All right, all right, all right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so here we go. This is, uh, this is what Mark sent in. Ready for this? Yep.
0: Warner Brothers or Hanna-Barbera? Ooh,
1: dang! Um, Wait, this is this is tough for you. Well, I, I mean they're both they're both like really storied, right? I mean you've got I'm, I'm trying to think. They're very iconic. I yeah. mean both very iconic. I don't I don't know. I guess uh, man, I guess I'll go Warner Brothers. We've got Bugs Bunny, right? Uh, yeah. Hanna Barbera. Uh, you've got um, a number of characters. Yeah, I mean a whole bunch. I'm, I'm trying to think. Let me. Uh,
0: Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, although that's more of a <laughs> adult swim type of (laughs)
1: approach space ghost coast to coast no but hold on i mean hannah Barbera. we've got um fred Flintstone. uh we've got yeah that's true we've got um uh scooby-doo um yeah i don't know i mean there's a bunch of uh a bunch of winners i'm gonna go with uh warner brothers but man i i I definitely see um i i see some beauty in hannah Barbera. i do
0: sure sure but i mean <laughs> scooby and and the flintstones notwithstanding like i feel like warner brothers really like the characters like lasted the test of time yeah i think you're right whereas hanna-barbera most of their cartoons feel very much of an era uh and so i'm gonna give it to warner brothers but you're right you're right there's, there's some gem's in there uh, but most of those gems have been mined for adult swim, you know, adult humor with a nostalgic kick to it. <laughs> it's so,
1: well, but I mean, I as know. I'm sitting here looking at, it, I mean, it looks like Hanna-Barbera included, uh, you know, uh, Roadrunner and, um, y- you know, uh, the Tasmanian devil. No. I mean,
0: these are, no, that's Warner brothers. I, that's Warner brothers. I don't know. I don't know. Roadrunner is, War- Roadrunner is Warner Brothers. Okay. All right i know that's right and the tasmanian devil yeah he's he was in, he was in space jam okay You're drinking out of mike michael's head right now okay okay and you don't know that the tasmanian <laughs> devil was in space jam come on man <laughs> i'm gonna I'm
1: a go with warner with warner brothers <laughs> all right all right fair enough
0: all right next up i'm gonna go with warner brothers as well uh honey or jelly
1: uh, uh jelly but uh I, I like honey but i'll go with jelly yeah yeah.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with uh with honey. Uh, typically if honey's an option, then there is no other option for me. Uh, <laughs> and that includes both items on this last quick fire question pancake or waffle?
1: Ooh. Um man, it probably mm. probably seven times out of ten I'll go with a pancake. But man, I I, I do like a good waffle too.
0: If it is a straight pancake versus a straight waffle, I'm gonna go waffle. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of the pancake is it's more of a canvas. So if we're talking like, you know, chocolate chip pancakes or like blueberry pancakes or something like that, then I'll probably be going pancakes. But if we're talking no, uh, no filling, no topping or anything of that nature, I'm going to go waffle all the way. Because waffle you can fill up. It's like got little components for various pockets full of honey.
1: I think that's it's like a honeycomb. It's, 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 like a, it's like a honeycomb made of bread. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's amazing. So yeah, so definitely Royal Waffles for me. But great questions, Mark. And thank yeah, you for those, those quick-fire good. questions. Yeah. Of course, quick-fire questions brought to us by those Country Squire Radio t-shirts. If you've not picked up yours already, what is wrong? Get on that. Go over <laughs> to Country Squire, uh, the Country Squire online and you will find them there. Uh, you've got uh, the, the This Is... Uh, not a podcast which is a great uh, great shirt we've also got the uh, the uh, squire scallywags for those pirate lovers out there looking for the jolly roger of the country squire to be on their shirts so be sure to check that one out as well uh hey man speaking of squire scallywags in the new uh you know in sea of thieves right now they've got a a mission where uh this you're kind of sent out to to find this skeleton skull yeah. and bring it back and this uh, mystic order lady grabs it, and to, to perform this ritual, she actually busts out a pipe and starts smoking the pipe. Oh, and, look at that. Uh, using the plumes as kind of a way of reading the memories of this pirate, so it's pretty cool.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: They, no, that's great. They've been wanting to sneak pipes into that game since like the get-go. Like, I'm, <laughs> I knew that was the case because like you, you find them, it's almost like Easter eggs in the game. You find like a, a mural with somebody smoking a pipe and then now like a year later, they've got kind of pipes involved in the uh, in the in the quests and everything and, and the concept art, it's yeah. all there. So yeah, no, nah, it's, a, it's a good game. Anyway, <laughs> quick fire questions, there you go. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments. Listener Listen feedback all right man listener feedback and i tell you what we were kind of running a little bit over this week so uh so let's go ahead and jump straight to that last one uh what did kt yeah. have to say this is an itunes review
1: yeah. KT says, my favorite podcast. And he says, uh, he or she says, I love this show. Uh, if you're new to pipe smoking or a vet, uh, you will learn and or appreciate the info from the show. Besides that, these guys are funny. <laughs> the show is good, clean fun. I listen every week and enjoy the back episodes. This show sets the bar for pipe related podcasts. And uh, and that's from KT. So man, KT, thank you so much for that uh, great feedback. That is, that is really kind. Your sense of humor uh, may be a little bit questionable if you think that we <laughs> <laughs> uh or funny or maybe you're uh maybe you're hitting the uh hitting the doers or the uh cutty sark a little too often but anyway
0: or maybe you appreciate the really doers grateful. hate you realize the truth has been spoken on this <laughs> podcast
1: anyway. I, I i just have this sense that we have all these people in the doers or the Cuddy Shark camp that are gonna just have words you know i think i think they're gonna have words but that that's okay yeah. we're used to it yeah
0: uh, maybe, maybe. I just, I just know, man. The marketing team over at Doers, <laughs> all of them, the executives are all listeners to Catchy Square Radio. Like we were about to call you, and nope, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Or you could call us and see how much you can buy me out for.
1: That's that's. <laughs> <laughs> How much will Books for? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, man. We uh, No, that's great.
0: <laughs> but uh, thank you for that feedback. And hey, if you haven't written us a review, head over to iTunes and write us a review. We would love to get that. Uh, it's a great way to help out the show. It doesn't cost you a dime. But if you do have a few dimes you can send the way to help the show go and grow, head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio, where you can become a club member just like uh, Cody DeWitt, who has got an awesome song that we're about to play here as our outro, kind of as a, a special, uh, special opportunity. Can't wait to uh, share this with you. It's so great. But before we play that, let's go ahead and let them know, man. You can keep up with us throughout the week. You can
1: follow me. I'm at The Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire.
0: The show's handle is at Squire Radio. And all this and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, thank y'all so much for joining us this week. Man, John David, let's go have a day.
1: See you, brother.
2: My gut, I'm freezing outside. It's the drink in my glass. I turn in for the night.
1: Picks me right
2: up, puts me back down. Leaves me sleeping in cold on that hard. Oh, I've been tearing apart things in my life that brought me to my knees ¡Ah!